I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And, and this, this is That Other F Word. So we are super lucky to be joined in the studio today by another one of my favorite women in the world and someone who is important to Katrina too. I was going to say, she's not just one of your favorite people. She's one of my favorite people too. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> You just knew her first, okay? I just knew her. She's just another in the long line of people that I've introduced you to. Yes, right? thank you. Well, or your mom. Mm, oh, I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was kind of your mom. All on right, this one. fine. Suzanne gets this. One. Most good things in my life have come to me through. I was Suzanne just gonna too. say anyway. She did. It's, it's it's the same thing. Yeah. How- how did you oh so first of all uh <laughs> so we're here with wendy pitts reeves uh wendy is a licensed clinical social worker who's been doing that for a very 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 long time yes uh, <laughs> but she's only 21 so i'm right. confused no. okay <laughs> um and so she, and she's also a coach for women um and we will get into all of that but before we do yeah, we, we always, sometimes we get too ahead of ourselves, so we're going to do this right this time. Um, guest questions first. Yes, guest, guest questions very first. Very first thing before we do anything else. Yes. Wendy, are you a feminist? Don't tell anyone, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, my thought is like, well, duh. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> uh, so what do you think about feminism? What do I think about it? So I was thinking about when you were talking about how people treat feminism, the sort of visceral reaction people have to the word. Um, I was remembering this, that when I was in high school, I actually had the same reaction, which was 100 years ago. Like, feminist was like this bad thing, right? I did too, actually, when I was did younger. You? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yes. it, it was... All of us. It yeah. was like this brassy, whatever. But in college, in undergrad, um, I took a lot of classes that ended up turning into a minor in women's studies. And along the way, came to understand that feminism, feminism is not about, well, I just said it to you right before we got on the air, that feminism is just treating ourselves with the same respect we treat men. It's not one is better or worse than the other. It's the same. I loved that I way know. that you said that. I've that never was, heard anyone describe it that me way. Me neither. It was so unique and it was so true. It's true. It, it, Absolutely. It was awesome. Yeah. And so, you know, thank you. Who so do how you th- could I not be that? Right. Right. How could how could anybody. how could anyone not be that? It's because right. they don't understand. Right. And so, but that's what we're here to do, right? We're here to give them a little bit of uh, knowledge. So, okay. Who do you think of when you think of feminism? Oh, good lord! Lots of folks, including you two. Oh. Um, and by that you mean and me and Mitch? No. <laughs> Although actually, it sounds Mitch, like he's coming along. Yeah. <laughs> he actually was oh. always a feminist. He just yeah. wasn't necessarily like before he didn't we, like us. Yeah, like. Before, we, before we even met Mitch, he was a self-proclaimed feminist. Yes. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. He's he's shaking. He's in his corner. He's not allowed out right now. So he's very dutifully shaking his head. Yes. Um. So the last one. So Katrina has different rules about this sometimes. But, I do. So you can answer. The second latest thing, if you'd like, but <laughs> if it's going, if the first is going to get you in trouble, the second answer will be acceptable. You may not go further than the second. Just, you'll understand in a moment. <laughs> what is the last thing you Googled? Oh gosh, you see, you see where we're going with this now. That's hilarious. Well, you will laugh when you hear what that was. But I, I want to go back to your last question before I tell you that. Okay. The last to, to when I think mm-hmm. of feminists that I really admire, mm-hmm. people who first one who comes to my mind is Madeleine Albright. Oh, good one. You know, whenever you get one of these things that says, who would you like to have lunch with, living or dead or whatever, that's who I always think of because she's just like this little power. You know, she's the one that said, uh, um, there's a special place in hell for any women who don't help other women. Mm-hmm. Right? Very um, relevant to today. Absolutely. Yeah, I just really, really, I love her. So the last thing I Googled, <laughs> don't laugh. Um, it was an essay by Ben Franklin. Called, I'm, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, as I'm soon sorry. as you said it, I, I was like, it's going to be like... I, I said, don't laugh. I'm sorry, uh, Wendy. It was called Remarks on Savages. And, cool. uh, and, it, and it's, I just got back from Colonial Williamsburg last okay. night, literally. So like yep. my head is all up in the American Revolution. And, and I heard a presentation that really caught it my It wasn't wow. so much that I don't think highly of Ben Franklin. It was just more like that. It's just funny to yeah, say that is a I funny was. thing, like to me. Like, sorry, you you just knew the immature one was going to laugh. Oh, well, it's pretty nerdy. It, I like it. I mean, we're kind of nerdy. I'm sort of we, in the 1700s. I'm having to work on coming back up to the current century. Oh, it's it's not that fun. Like, 
<laughs> we don't dive dysentery now, though. So that's the go. good thing. That's right. So anyway. It's ideal, really. Yeah. yeah, it is ideal. So we're here. You want to talk about like why yeah. we have Wendy in the studio besides all her wonderful qualifications. <laughs> so <laughs> today what we're talking about is empowering other women. And if you have listened, we know that you guys have all of the tenets of our Womanifesto memorized, of course. But in case <laughs> you need a reminder, um, uh, one of them is women must help other women if we want change. Mm-hmm. And, and so when I think about women who empower other women, I think about Wendy. Mm-hmm. And you've kind of made several careers out of empowering other women. Um, and I, mm-hmm. uh, when I've talked about the league in the past, I have mentioned before that there was someone who made me be president. <laughs> <laughs> because you had no power at all. Right. <laughs> but basically, um, the way that I ended up being president of the league is I was, I had been on the board. They asked me to serve on the nominating committee, and at dinner at our dear friend Jamie Dobbs' house, yeah. um, I was telling them about my frustration that I couldn't find anyone to agree to be president. And Wendy said, "I think you should do it." And I said, "Well, that's <laughs> silly. That, if that's not the most Wendy, com- like I can see it happening. I wasn't there. I've heard about it like seven times since, but it was I hilarious. see it. I see Wendy saying that. She says those things. She said things like that to me, right? Mm. Um, she, you are that person, Wendy. Mm. Did so. you fall into the trap of doing it? I mean, I don't know that I ever. I'm not positing a question like that to Wendy. She's be she'll careful. make me do it, yes, because like just she has a you have a way of saying things that make me like want to do them. So, right. well, and I think I, I, I have to always, be real clear. I always thought that I would be president of the league. Uh, here in Knoxville someday. Mm-hmm. I think I just imagined doing it when I not was when like you were, forty. I was gonna yes. say not at what? How old? So you were like twenty? What? I think twenty five. I thought you were about twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I remember that it was a big day. Yeah, it was, it was huge. A, hey, what you don't and it know? Was funny, do you know I when I wouldn't let go of you once we started? Right. <laughs> like we moved into another room, and you're, and I think other people were trying to change the subject, and I'm like, no, really, let's talk about this. Why shouldn't you do this? <laughs> do you know what happens after that conversation? She became president. No, she and I have a two-hour-long well, also, conversation yes. <laughs> on how I say you're going to do this and it's going to suck, Team but you're going to do it anyway. Like, <laughs> she didn't I mean, a chance. It's like, no, she really didn't. I love that. <laughs> Katrina was like. Listen, because Katrina was just coming off being president of her own nonprofit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, it's a thankless job and it's going to suck, but we both know you're going to do it. So just do it for two years. <laughs> it's like set, 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 set a, a, a finite. I mean, you have right. a term limit. Right. Adhere to it. Do it on purpose. And, and that's right. Be purposeful, mm-hmm. be intentional, mm-hmm. and then be done. And it's stepping into what's scary. Sure. Which yes. is how we grow. And right. it's how you become a leader. Right. You, have, you, you can't wait till you feel ready. You'll never feel ready. Right, absolutely, go. and yeah. and what a like. Oh, Wendy! It was a, it, I mean, it truly was a transformative experience in my yeah. life. I mean, mm-hmm. here I am, twenty five, leading an organization, not just the board, but most of the organization were people two and three times my age, yes. and yeah, um, and not always easy. Not always easy. I struggled a lot with it, mm-hmm. and there's things that I probably would do differently now than I did then. But um, you know, it's funny. I I guess I just thought like, oh, when I do it, I'll be. You know, I'll have kids, but they'll be older and like, I'll, you know, whatever. I'll be a grown up. Right. But I think, right. Mm-hmm. But I think doing it at that time, because I actually met Shane um, at the halfway point of my term. Like huh. I, we had our first like year end dinner and I went on my date, first date with him the next day. Oh, wow. Um, so, you know, life just kind of comes at you with mm-hmm. whatever it wants to. a way of working to. out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as a woman who has been personally empowered by you... <laughs> Or pushed around. Right. Well, I like saying that you made me do it because you kind of did. And I, it's worth mentioning. Well, because like, can you go back now and tell Wendy Pitts Reeves to her face, you know, I took your advice and shut <laughs> it. <laughs> I would. I'm not doing that. Well, and it, it's also worth mentioning that Wendy wasn't actually in the league. Right. So, like, no. it wasn't that you had a stake in the organization at all. No. It was that you had a stake in me. And you. Yes. Yeah. And I really yes. love and appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and so, but like I said, you've been doing this. I know you do it personally. You have had your counseling for a long time. You do coaching. Um, Katrina and I mentioned the summit all the time and you were, you really got that off the ground and running. It's this annual, I mean, it's like a conference for women's leadership, um, that I know. And we talk about a lot of the things we talk about here. This is where a lot of our inspiration comes from. It's conversations. It's you ladies who... Yeah. who lead it and who and I mean you I, I Wendy's just I do feel like you're really a good cheerleader for us and well, that's, that's real it's so important <laughs> and 
We don't. Yeah. So we we talk about that women not always helping other women, mm-hmm. women who are older than younger women who are trying to come up. It, it's a we talk about women getting power and holding it and mm-hmm. not wanting to give it up. And so that's getting better. But like still your generation to our generation is not always yeah. cohesive. Yeah. That's and true. you've always been that way. And it's always been really awesome and refreshing. And I remember we were at a meeting one time and I said like F. I said the, the, <laughs> said the F word and somebody was like, oh, so-and-so is like really conservative. And you said to me, I love it. <laughs> I, like, I don't God, care. I wasn't, I wasn't sure I wasn't going to get in trouble there. But it, like that in that little bit was like empowering to me. And it was something very silly and small, but it was wow. it was a big deal to me that you yeah. kind of said, hey, you know what? That's that's who you are. And kind of that's OK, even in this setting, even in this professional meeting setting. And I thought. All right. I don't remember that. But I, I, I love. I, I do, love but attitude. see, but that's but that's what you do. Yeah. You do yeah. that, and you don't even. It's 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 intentional, but not like you didn't mean to do yeah. it on purpose. You weren't yeah. like, oh yeah, Katrina needs a little pep talk here. She just said the f word, <laughs> like. But you just do that. Yeah. You're just that person. Yeah. And so thank anyway, you. That's my little. I'm glad. I do want to also mention before we get too far into anything else, you also used to do this thing called Secret Adventures, which I never went on, but I thought it was like the coolest I, thing I ever. I know. Neither of us got she, Maybe she'd bring it back. Well, it was Secret Adventures for Courageous Women. Yes. One of my many things I've tried over the years. Will yeah. you tell people what that was? Um, it was a small business that I, I've, I've run a lot of different businesses. I've run a counseling practice for 25 years, but along the way, I've done lots of little other things because I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur. And so I started something called... Um, Secret Adventures for Courageous Women, where once a month I would make an announcement. Um, this event's coming up. Here's the date, the time. Here's how many people can go. First come, first serve. And they were, I would take a small group of like eight to ten women. And once the group was formed, then I would tell them what to wear and what to bring. We'd meet somewhere and get in a van and go, and they would have no idea where we were going or what we were doing until we got there, which is why you had to be courageous. <laughs> and uh, we did everything from hang gliding and um, kayaking to a pottery class and a classical music concert. I mean, all kinds of things. Yeah, I did love you, that. Did zip lining one time? Yeah, we did zip lining. I love <laughs> zip lining. Well, it's awesome because you know a lot of us don't want to step out of our comfort, you know, comfort zone Which or a whole comfortable point. space. And yes. some of it's just getting there, right? Yes. We have a hard time just getting there. Once we're there, we're pretty much okay. Yes. But it's like we can't get the courage to go, and so so my big you did belief, take that barrier. Well, out my of belief there. is that you are already courageous. You just don't know it. Most of the women that I work with and see and, and interact with, and so, like I see it all the time. And my whole thing is like, I want you to see that and own it, right? And feel the confidence that comes with it. That's what I'm about. And I don't know any way Which to do is that. Which so, so cool. do something scary, like take on a leadership <laughs> of an organization that you're not ready for. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's so cool. <laughs> or jump off a cliff, whatever yeah. it takes. I, I think I wouldn't do that. I don't really care. If I was there, you might. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if you scare me more than the cliff. I'm just saying. <laughs> like that one. Oh, it's so good. That one might not be for me. <laughs> so good. So good. Well, is there anything, before we start asking questions, is there anything else you want to share about yourself? Um, hmm, the main thing I do these days, so I, I do run a, um, a counseling practice in Maryville that's been um, very successful. It's been running for a long time, and is, I love that place, and I've done that work so my background in mental health means that I understand a lot about why people do what they do and how we think, right? And I see how we get in our own way. So that informs everything I do. But these days I coach and mentor small business owners really across the country. Um, and um, I've worked with lots of different kind of businesses, but they tend to be people, women who have a passion, who have a heart for what they want to do, who are really good at their work but are terrible at getting paid for it. <laughs> and uh, I want to change that, like enough already. We're, you know, in terms of not playing small, let's don't play small on how we get paid either. So I'm kind of doing that. So I'm speaking and coaching. That's kind of the main thing I do. Yeah. Love it. Cool. Thank you. So first of all, so, I mean, I think empowerment is one of those words that we hear quite a bit. Yeah. But what a- empowerment actually means is to give power and authority to someone. Um, so why is it important to empower the women around us? In general? Yeah. Oh, good Lord. I mean, because... you've made a lifetime out of it, so you obviously... <laughs> well, I just, I think it, it kind of comes naturally just because I love to encourage people, and I get a real high when I see people do things they don't think they can do. Um, but I also think so, I mean, there are lots, I don't I want to be careful about generalizations, but it is true that most of us do not see what we are capable of. We don't see our own light. Other people see it. And so... 
I, I, I guarantee you, you all are much better at seeing this in other people than you are in yourselves. Um, because we all are like that, right? Right. Um, but when we, when I see someone, I, I'm just a believer that when I see what's possible for you, I just want to share that because I want you to see it too because the world needs what you have to offer. And that's not going to happen And if you're holding back all the time and going, yeah, not me. No, really. It's okay. I'm fine. No, I'll be a great helper. Don't ask me to be out in front. Baloney, get out in front because well, we need what you have. Well, I, lo- I love yeah. that. I think of it, though, when you said it, I thought, you know, because we're that we we're the sex that though has always supposed to like we're the diminutive. We're the helpers. We're the ones who are supposed to know our place, yeah. stay in our place, stay quiet, don't be Blah. right, <laughs> don't be all those things. And yeah. so you've got all this all these generations of that training yes. that's ingrained in our DNA. Mm-hmm. Yes, don't take up space. Don't How do we loud. then? You know, we're go- Valerie Alexander. We talk about this all the time with all of you. Mm-hmm. It's because it's so against all of this stuff that's been like so ingra- ingrained in it. How, how do we how do we get there, right? Yeah. Like, of course yeah. we don't think we can. Yeah. We've been kind of told we shouldn't. But when we have people in our life who go, yeah, you can. Come on, you yeah, can do like, this. And you're like, maybe it's not such a bad idea. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we have gifts. We have something to say. We have something to teach. Um, and we're not helping anybody by holding that back, right? Yeah. And yeah. well, I guess we can, is it? Is this going to mess you up, Ren? How do we do it? Is this in there? Like, how? Do oh, yeah. No, I said I have a... Like, how can later. we be better about doing that? How do we... So, yeah, sure. Like you said, we can see the light in each other. Mm-hmm. How do I say it to you and make it connect? You know, what do I... You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can say all day how great I think you are. How do I make what? you believe it? Absolutely. Um Oh, sorry. I'm not near the mic. Thank you. I'm leaning around the mic to talk to people. Um, thank you. Um, and getting carried away quickly. Um, I think. Let me get. Let me get my. The, well, a couple of things. Yes, I can tell you all day long how awesome you are, but if you don't believe it, it's not going to work. Right. So that's true, which is why I'm such a big believer in taking action, and doing the things that scare you. Right. And I think that the way that we can encourage and empower other women is by saying, not only do I think you can do this, I'm really going to challenge you to step into this and I'll help you. I'll do this with you. So like when, when I had my own Ren moment, so I had a woman who did that for me, right? Who said it was in my case, it was AAUW. And I was asked, I mean, I've had lots of these kinds of moments, but this was a life changing where someone that I admired and respected said, I think you should be the next president. And I had never been in charge of anything in my life. And I'm like, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. Yes, absolutely. You can. The same thing happened when I ran AUW. It happened when I ran for office. Um, it happened. Oh God, like, I didn't. We didn't even yes, mention former you, county commissioner. Yeah, you yeah. were involved in local government in a really. Yeah, I was a count, I served a term on the county commission, but in each of those cases, the and it was women. I mean, I've had wonderful men who've helped me as well, but it was the women who said, "Here's the next thing I want. Think you should step into, and I know it's scary, and not only do I think you should do it, and here's why. I tell, like, say why, because you've got this skill. Like, so, um, and then." I'll help you. So, for example, the, the public office is a really good one. So I had a woman who came to me, and um, I was all about trying to get other people to run for office, <laughs> especially women, because we don't have nearly enough of that, and you know, you know all that kind of stuff. But I, this, I was at a meeting where I was taking notes furiously about how to run for office, and this woman, a friend of mine, said, Why, when are you going to run? And I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, that's not what I'm going to do. I'm here to help blah, 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 blah. And she said, I think you should run. And I had had a lot of people say that to me. And it was just kind of a nice compliment. But when she <laughs> said it, I said, why? Why are you saying that? And she rattled off a list. You're good at at conflict management. You understand group dynamics. You speak well. You can write. You listen well. Like she, she said all this stuff. And it was like, oh, oh. I guess I do. I, there's something here I should think about. But the next step was, I said, when, I mean, it's a long story I'm not going to go into, but when I made the decision to do that, I said, I'll do it if you'll be my campaign manager. And she did. Hmm. Right? Right. And the woman at AUW who helped me, she said, she said, you need to be, you need to lead this, but I'll be right there with you every step of the way. And she was literally every step of the way. Here's how you do an agenda. Here's how you lead a meeting. Here's how you choose people to run something. Here's how you work the room. I mean, so it's like empowerment and investment all in one. Yeah. Right. Well, and so, and then when I decided to do that, I didn't, 
I didn't do that alone either, right? Yeah. So like yeah. I had Jamie, I had you, yeah. my mom, yeah. Kim. I mean walking with you along the way. Right. Like don't just say go do this cool thing. Do this cool thing and I'll come with you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually found Drexel University had a list of five ways to empower other women. Um so it said be honest, be a cheerleader, encourage other women to step up, which is what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, tell your own story. So I think that's in hopes of, you know, inspiring other people and sharing experience. Um, and then also ensure our voices are heard, which is something we talk about on this podcast mm-hmm. a lot, um, especially, you know, in the workplace. Or this could happen in meetings with nonprofits, like volunteer work you're doing, or probably even in your own family. Um, you know, women are oftentimes interrupted in meetings or things like this, making sure that the women around you who who should be heard are being yes, heard yes yeah yeah so i think that's lovely something as simple as i'm sorry can you hold on for a second um katrina you were saying something right. what were you saying will you please finish yeah right yeah yeah. Uh, yeah it doesn't have to be in a in a confrontational way no there's a way no. there's a way it's to like, do wait, it wait hold on i'd like Just to a finish subtle way of making this. a point right i'd like <laughs> yeah. to hear what she has to say yes. please wait or when <laughs> someone has already said that and then I know that like, yes, I don't want to, I don't want to be sexist here, but I mean, there are, there's a lot of talk around like women saying something and then it getting repeated by a man and then taken seriously. Well, it's like Wendy says it, then Mitch repeats it, Mitch gets all, and then we can go, well, Wendy said that 20 minutes ago. Or you can say, or you can say in a less confrontational way, (laughs) but there's a less confrontational way to say, yeah, I really appreciated Wendy bringing that up earlier. Mm -hmm. Or I could say it myself. I love it when one of my ideas gets picked up. Thank you, Mitch. Right, it's like us. I love how all three of us had a very different way of dealing with that. (laughs) And all of them surrounded Mitch. (laughs) he's just the the dude in the room, so we have to use him as the example. He'll get his chance later. Yeah, he's not that guy anyway. So right, that's good. Um, so what, like, what do you think drove you to make this a priority for you? Because it's, I mean, when I look at all of these, maybe, maybe to you, Mm. you feel like it's something you just fell into, but like. I feel like you're very intentional about it. That's right. Yeah, it, it's definitely an intentional thing, whether, I mean, like I said, it's, it's some, become more, right. more natural, but... It's I, become more intentional. It's become... It's something I have done actually unconsciously, I think, since I was a kid. Um, but keep in mind, like, my background is social work, right? Sure. So social work is all about helping the oppressed mm-hmm. and the, the downtrodden, right? right? Mm-hmm. And, and I was the kid in elementary school that other people would come to and tell their problems. I was the one that brought home kids from school who were like the strays that, you know, so I've always had that mm-hmm. kind of um, social work mentality of wanting to help people who need, you know, the, the ones who are left out. Or, right. or, but what I've realized over time, I've just, you know, I've been on the planet for a while and I've done a lot of things. And the thread that runs through all of it is, is about empowering women. And I think where I really began to get it, I mean, college really kind of woke my woke me up to the role of sexism and how prevalent it was in ways I had not ever seen. And once you know it, you can't unknow it. Right. So I went around angry for probably 10 years, honestly. I was just mad for a really long time. And then I kind of got tired of being mad. And when I started a business, uh, and I, which I had never meant to do, um, we adopted a little boy and I had a full-time job running a department at a hospital that I was um, not very good at, frankly, because I was way too nice. Um, <laughs> that job ate me alive. But I, I wanted to be home with this little boy, and I couldn't find a part-time job. So I started a business out of desperation and then found, oh, my gosh, I actually like this. And back then, this was a long time ago, the chamber was a boys' club. Sure. And there was nothing out there to help women in business. And I, I, like, I didn't know anything to do. There were no coaches. There was no Internet, dating myself. I went to the library, like I went to the library and checked out books about how to start a practice. And, and, and I, when I started my practice from the very beginning, my number one goal was to support and empower and support and encourage women being in business for themselves. Now I was terrible at making money because I didn't understand any of that. And I had all kinds of guilt and money mess in my head, but I really wanted to help women because nobody else was, it wasn't out there. And you talk about like the one way you can control your life and have a say over what you do is earn your own income. Sure. And, and, and know that you have the power to go out and create more income sure. at any time. Like that's a big thing. So get me going. <laughs> you hear this voice? Like I take on this voice. It's like my preacher voice. That's fine. I'll, I'll listen to it all day. I'm like, I, I buy tickets to that show. I'm just saying. I have. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's like it's all been about that. So, you know, I, I ran a... Be, 
I don't know if you remember this, but um, as part of the AUW work, we started a conference for girls called Sister to Sister. Yeah. I did that for five years, and then I started the Women's Leadership Summit and did that for 11 years and ran for office in the middle of that. And every bit of that was about... It was a. It was always a combination of can I help you? Can you do? You can do this. You can do this. And oh, if I'm going to ask you to do this, then I have to do it too. Right. Yeah. Right. So it was all that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. Which is awesome. So I I read this blog when I was you know getting ready for this interview. Um, and it was it was about this woman saying she was over women's empowerment and mm. not in an anti-feminist way, but she was objecting to the idea that women have to be given power. Mm. And. So it, I, I, I have some feelings about that because uh, <laughs> I don't think it's that we have to, but I think it's kind of like what you were talking about earlier. Um, you know, we're not socially like, what's the word I'm thinking of? We're not encouraged. Yeah. Or even conditioned. Conditioned. Yeah. Of. Um, so my question for you is, shouldn't women just be able to empower themselves? <laughs> yes. And yeah, it's not an either or. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, sure, of course, but we can't see what we can't see. Right, because we're humans, um, and that's a right, human thing. Right. right, and I just don't, I don't think that, I don't, I really don't think it's an either-or kind of thing. I think that I have a personal responsibility to myself to constantly be growing and stretching and chain, and evolving. Um, I, I was listening to the, the episode y'all did with Kim where you were talking about mentorship, right? The whole thing about asking for mentors and going and mm-hmm. finding what you need. I, I mean, I'm responsible for my life. That's right. Right? So it's up to me to take advantage of opportunities and to put my, to stretch in whatever way I need to. At the same time, good Lord, it's really helpful to have a hand up. Yeah. And to have mm-hmm. someone beside you that goes, I'll help you. You can do this. We need, you know, we are not solo creep. We right. live in a tribe. Sure. Yeah. Right? Well, and, and it is important because, you know, I've said it, I've, I had that conversation with you and others. It's. Doesn't that sound a little, you know, like I'm a, I'm a braggart and you guys are like, no, No. (laughs) you, you did those things. Good Lord. No. I always say it ain't bragging if it's true. Right. (laughs) But you guys, it was like, I don't want to go up there and say that stuff. Like that sounds so like, I'm so full of myself and, and you, and you were one of the people who said, no. no, um, did you or did you not do that? Yeah. <laughs> don't don't lie. I I, yeah. I, I did, and you're because like, you well, then why not? You then, had done some big things that yeah. no one had been able to do, and you, yep. and, and you're like, so then why shouldn't you take? Because it's not, it's so against our nature, right? It's just yeah. I don't want to sound like I'm, you know, as Mitch would say, braggadocious. I don't want to be this person. Look at me. Oh, look what I did. It that's not so what good. you're saying, though. And but that's what everybody thinks, right, right? right? And that's the first, our first, almost instinct. If we're that. If we're not, th- that we all know people like that. Yeah. There are but then, uh, both genders. But, there but the rest yeah. of us who aren't like that, it's like, well, I, I, we minimize our accomplishments. Yes. We minimize our, our successes yes. because we don't want to sound. It's that conditioning. It's that, that thing that's ingra- ingrained in our DNA. We don't want to sound like a braggart. Right. So I don't do them. So I just minimize everything that I've done. Eh. And so that is, I think, why, yes, we can empower ourselves, right? We know what we've done. But we need that one person saying, well, no, you're not being have, a show off. Sometimes we don't have the tools either. Right. Right. And it's not, sure. that, it's not that you don't have what you need, but it's like you need someone to here give you just one more thing that lets you mm-hmm. imagine mm-hmm. or see. Well, and see, of course you would say that. So Rin is the best person for finding everybody's strengths yes. and using them appropriately. Right. I right. mean, it is a gift yeah. that Rin, you possess so remarkably well it's always impressive to me when I see that and so yes we don't always have that and so you're the kind of person who's like hey this is your gift you need to do this okay this one's yours and so you're that you're mm-hmm. very you could be a conductor mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah she is she's yeah. like a symphony conductor it's also it's, a leadership skill it is <laughs> I mean yeah. it's it's an amazing one yeah. and so some of us don't have it so we need we need each other we need each and other so and that's what I think that is why there's no shame in that. No, and, and yes, we can encourage ourselves, but we can encourage each other. Like but you when said, you it's own, and. when you own your accomplishments, you make it easier for the next woman to do the same. Right, right, right. You're setting an example, and and to me, when it's brag that that it's mm-hmm. the energy you bring to it. Sure, right. You know, if it's confidence and like, yes, I did that, and it's I'm really proud of it. It was a big deal, and it was hard, and I learned a lot. And I'm, I'm there's a book called uh, The Loudest Duck that I read a long time ago that uh, picked up at another women's event. And um, 
the woman who wrote it was talking about cultural differences in leadership and how we look at things. And it's called The Loudest Duck because I think in China, there's a saying that the loudest duck gets shot. Wow. So, you know, it's not like you don't speak up, right? The yeah. whole thing. And the one thing I remember from that book is she said that you can have a team that's being led by a male and a female, and the team is successful, accomplishes a big goal. The male will say, no, the woman will say, well, thank you. I had a great team. Mm-hmm. You know, you all, you really you hit your numbers this year. We're so we're so proud. Well, thank you very much. I had a great team. The guy will say, "Thank you. I did a good job." You know. Yep. It, I mean, we have to own our successes and own our strengths, or we yeah. or or this is just going to continue. Right. Yeah. So. Well, there's a way I think to do both. Yes, I, of course there is. So I had a. a boss and who i mean he abandoned me recently but uh he was the best <laughs> boss i've ever had and he was very generous with giving praise around but he mm-hmm. he also was good enough that everybody also knew that he he was our leader mm-hmm. and he you know they knew what was happening yeah. you know what i mean um and so i think we just have to be intentional about the ways yeah. that we I communicate i do think people somehow get this like weird thing where they're like Who's the leader? Everybody knows who the leader in a group is when they mm. watch it. If mm. you watch it, it's an anthropological study. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mitch just pointed to himself. And <laughs> <laughs> what's really funny about that is it's not true, but thanks. Of course, the man in the room sure. thinks he's the leader. <laughs> sure, Mitch. Sure, Mitch. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Bless his heart. <laughs> um, it's but, also like, you know, I find more and more lately, like, it's also nice to have someone you respect co sign on things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so I wasn't, it didn't occur to me to be the president of the league, but if I had, hearing you say that yeah. would have, you know, reaffirmed me. And it's, you yeah. know, it's okay that sometimes we need people to give us things. Sure. As long as you're not overly needy. Like, yes. everyone has needs. Yes. It's, you didn't okay. go in saying, well, Wendy, it's just here's on the ways. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> Wendy would have been like, no, um, she, she didn't have to... the deer in the headlights. No, like. it, but it was like. <laughs> no, Wendy was like, tell me why not. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. I was like, but, well, it, but I don't you weren't, know, Wendy. You weren't giving her all the reasons why not either. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like, probably you gave didn't, her some. But <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't go into it that like weird, sheepish, like this. No. It was just like a, eh, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm this person. Right. It really hadn't occurred and to me. That's right. It didn't occur yeah. to me. And, and so somebody and, yeah. made it occur to you. She sure did. A couple somebody's. <laughs> well, even so, at, you know. Another way I think, like I, um, my coach says that her job is to call out. She said, she said, she often will say, one of my jobs is to call out of you what I see is possible for you. Yeah. Right. And I kind of think that's what an uplifter is, and that's what I sort of think we all have a responsibility to I, help each other. That I way. do want to point out that the coach just said she had a coach. So of this course. is. Yeah. I, I just want to make sure that everybody heard that, and you're mm-hmm. like that starts sinking in because you know you are a coach you still need a coach you yes. still have a coach this is okay yes we can't do it all okay we need yeah. people around us even if we you need... can why would you want to that's right yeah. i mean there's no reason to we're a right. tribe we're right. together in this and right. we you know we're here to help each other yeah i like how when wendy says that you agree but when i'm like yeah we're social creatures you wouldn't be happy living in an island by yourself you say i'm wrong I'm, that's true <laughs> <laughs> It's because I don't get that option. I mean, I know in reality, I've got to be here with you people. That's right. <laughs> I don't get to be on my island by myself. And until then, we'll be social creatures. <laughs> so uh, what what stops us from empowering other women? Like, why why is that a problem? Because I, I do think that that is a problem. You mean when we don't lift each other up or when we get in our own way? I think yeah. that comes from a lack of confidence. I think... Um, you know, I often think there's a biological aspect to this in a way. Yeah. Um, so I run an all-female practice. My counseling practice all, is all-female. And I, it's only been in the last year I've started saying that out loud in public. It's been that way for 25 years. And we all know it. But I've never <laughs> have said it. Um, okay. So let's before you get going, <laughs> it, it, I, I'm assuming that it was intentional to be only yeah, women. Very much. Why, and then, okay. So then why only women? And then why did you never and why say not it? say it? Yes. Well, it was only women because of that, or what I said earlier about I've always wanted to help women be in business for themselves, right? That was the original vision for the practice. But the reason I didn't say it out loud was because it felt um, like it would be seen in a negative way or that it would be um, like, well, who does she think she is? Like those kinds of things, right? Sure. Um, and 
And when we talk about it among ourselves, and we, I mean, over the years, it's many times has come up. Should we invite a, a male to join us? Because I, I mean, there's lots of good guys out there that I adore, and including some really great counselors. But we often talked about if we brought a male in, it would change the energy of the building, um, mm-hmm. because it does. Women act sure. differently when there's a man in the room. Right. Um, and I think that sort of competitive stuff and that kind of silly stuff that women do, I can't, I have no patience for that at all. My theory, I have nothing to back this up with, but my theory is that a gazillion years ago, we needed someone who could kill the mammoth or we'd starve, right? Mm-hmm. You needed sure. a male to eat, to, mm-hmm. to survive. Um, men and women had their own role. And so I often think that, that it, you know, the, the best hunter is the one how your tribe survived, right? Right. So there's sort of this competition that's kind of built in for that attention. <laughs> I, I don't know that, but I think I sort of think that there's a, like this sort of genetic in our bones well, and ta- our cells. We do. We talk about it. Valerie Alexander yeah. talks about it. We've talked about why, as you get older, you can have more female friends. Yeah. And my theory is not dissimilar to yours. It's like we're, we're not comp- we're not competing for a mate anymore. Right. Absolutely. Or for the right sperm. Yeah. That's right. We're like. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, that's the no, truth. No, it's true. Yeah. And, and you're absolutely... So it's yeah. like, it's well, we can be friends. Yeah. I, we, You and I are not going for the same donor. Right. I mean, we, right. we don't care, you know. And I do think that's good. changing, but good Lord, it's kind of hardwired in a way, sure. right? Well, yes. And it's I think it's the this, the unconscious bias, yes. which again, Valerie talks about. Yes. Unconscious bias that we always have that it's yes. really hard to get rid of. We do things that we don't even mean to do. Yes. We... It does happen. It can happen with other women. It can happen with men. It can happen all the time. We have unconscious bias. So yeah. Anyway, but once it's conscious and you know right. it, it's. Yeah. Um, but I do. I do. When I see women who are like I've been in, I have been in organizations, even all female things that were nasty. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've yeah. seen the meanness. I've seen the ugliness. And I, what I think is, we don't have time for this. No. You know, we we have too much work to do to waste energy that way. Um, and to me, it comes from a place of lack of confidence. When you when you feel like you are enough, you don't need to do that to other people. Sure. Um, so when I and I have seen it in situations where a power was a big deal, like um, um, at some pretty high levels statewide, state government, state non statewide um, organizations, where the the people who had the most power got the most attention from the decision makers in the state. Sure. And that's where it got the ugliest. So huh. yeah. Screw that. (laughs) (laughs) I have really strong feelings about that. Well, kind of what I hear you saying is women who don't empower other women don't feel empowered themselves. Yes. Yes. Or maybe whatever power they feel is kind of superficial and they're just trying to hold on to it. It's referred power from some, you know, if I'm aligned with you, then I'm powerful, but I don't feel like in my own self. Yeah. Fascinating. Makes so much sense. It's everything we, (laughs) anyway. Um, So before we, I don't know if Mitch has manly insights this time, but before we get to that. Um, I do want to ask the question that I'm sure some people are thinking. Um, what about empowering men? So do oh, they cool. do they also need empowering? Yes, but probably in different ways, seems to me. I mean, I think you know we're human beings first. Yeah. Um, men have their own challenges. I'm not a man, so it's not up to me to say that. Well, Wait, pause much. button. We're human beings first. Gosh. Love it. What? Love it. What? I mean... How profound. Is about checking the mail? Yeah. <laughs> well, Shane, I don't know. Shane and uh, uh, Katrina's husband, Donnie, were on an early episode, and Shane will not call himself a feminist, but he says he's, quote, team human. Oh. So <laughs> we're both like, okay, yes, fine. We want to throat punch him, and okay, fine, we got it. <laughs> Whatever you have to do to make peace with us. I mean, sure. Yeah. But but yes, I mean, we, yeah. we're, so we're big. We, we do believe that we are feminists and we do believe men yes you know like you said they need their own things yeah. it just might it might be a little different than ours but they still need it also yeah what's happened i think when we talk about this and i think we are generally talking about this almost like in the workplace and business stuff we are right. this has been the hilt of this conversation not so much as in right. personal stuff men have succeeded in business by not having a whole lot of empowerment it's like inherent yeah, it's actually yeah. assumed. So right, right. they now that we're getting a little bit more, everybody's getting more, a little bit more intuitive and friendly and <laughs> lovely and whatever. Feminine energy. Maybe men need it a little bit more than they might might have once needed it. You know, well, and I like you clarify. said, differently. Like I think, you know? I think culturally, in terms of 
the way business runs, the way the government runs, the way, I mean, I think I would be crazy to, to not acknowledge very real bias that is built into our mm -hmm. system that's real. I mean, we still have a lot to overcome. Right. I don't know how many women the CEOs of Fortune 500 companies there are right now, but there aren't very many. There, there aren't. No. We've talked about it. Yeah. There's more. There's more of those people named John than there are women. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> that's real. And I and I do think there and lots and lots of reasons that are complex about why it is that way. Right. But I do, but I think personally, as humans, I think the guys need just as much help as we do. But right. And when it comes to the way we're functioning society. I, f I feel like we're sort of starting several notches behind the starter sure. start gate. We got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. Right. Well, if we had been encouraging people properly, appropriately, yeah. um, for the right reasons mm -hmm. all along, we might not be kind of in the state that we're in. I agree yeah. with you. We're way far behind the, the yeah. start gate instead of just because you're a man, because you're yeah. good looking, because yeah. you're whatever. If we had been doing the more touchy-feely stuff earlier <laughs> and encouraging for the right reasons and empowering for the right reasons, whatever It's, it's masculine are. and feminine energy, right? right. You right. need both of those, and they right. both serve a purpose. But, um, so yeah. speaking of men, Before you put a Mitchell in your is mouth. going to be putting some <laughs> jingle jangle, the not kind from Riverdale, by the way. It's um, from, Trader, from Joe's, Trader Joe's. Which is the food of the gods. It's but. not for me. <laughs> I'm out on a chocolate-covered pretzel, by the way. Like, let me just say that right here out loud. Keep your chocolate-covered pretzels. I have no use for so them. Mitch, I want a pretzel. I will or I want keep chocolate. your chocolate-covered pretzels, and you can get the hell out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, you can have them. So I'm not trying to take them from you. Yeah, have them. They're okay. all yours with love. Yes, please. Damn right. Please take them. Thank you for empowering me. Um, <laughs> so that's what we're here for. <laughs> I, I think that uh, females empowering females is extremely important, and I mm -hmm. think it is because. One of the things that I hate the most in this world, and it, it is starting to change, I think, but it is the white man savior. Yeah. And this is, I mean, it's a far-reaching thing. It happens in movies as far as the struggling African-American is suddenly adopted by this rich white family and everything turns out okay. Mm -hmm. The same with men where it's like, no, we definitely need to get some women in, the, in positions of power because, you know, we're a diverse company. It's like you're just doing that for the bottom line. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that thing where it's like, well, yeah. I mean, market. I work in marketing, and, and marketing 101 is find out what the people want, give it to them, tell them you gave it to them. And and that's cool, but when it, it we, I don't know, it just feels dirty. You know, like women don't need a man to give them power. Mm -hmm. They need to empower each other to take away the power from a man. Mm. <laughs> right? I, as much as I really appreciate <laughs> what you're saying, and it like, like makes my heart do like a little extra flutter. I'm going to eat this pretzel now. Yeah, eat the pretzel. Not a, not quite. Like, we don't need to take Thanks it Thanks for from... doing that so close to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like... It's it's really, like, I just wanted it to be a really immersive podcast. It's almost like our listeners are getting to enjoy the jingle jingle with us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, but I think what we don't want to, we don't want to encourage. It's not so much the of any taking... kind from empowering No, take anyone. it. Fight the power. <laughs> Stand up. Fight for your right to be a woman in power. Well, or, right. or, so I guess like. God I, bless Nancy Pelosi. Oh, my gosh. I just... You're so special. This is the part where I back out and just wait and see where you all go. I Please don't leave us, Wendy. Like I was talking about with my boss, like I really appreciated him giving me credit on things. And I think a powerful thing men can do is so like, you know, it can't, it doesn't have to just be women making space for them to be heard in meetings. You can, you can do that too. You know, you... Who? Oh, white men. dudes. White men. You. Oh. Dudes of any color, sure. people of any color, people of any gender. We I mean, all... I can and I do, but I don't, I don't, it, it's, it seems silly for me to take credit for doing that. I understand yeah. what you're oh, saying. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, that's you, what I'm saying. Is you're like, anti the white savior. You don't like, need like, a savior yeah, man like, If I have to stand up for somebody in a meeting, I'm not going to be like, hey, you're welcome for standing up for you in that meeting. You know what I mean? It's oh, yeah. like. You don't want a report card. Right, I don't. I don't need those accolades for that. That's not what. I, like, I want accolades for my team, etc. And I am a very team oriented project manager, uh, but it's uh, it's weird because we have this thing in our society of like we want men to to be advocates and and we want people to be advocates for each other, but also there is this weird thing of like 
men who do that either want, like either getting this over credit business or being judged by other people. I mean, I know there's like a lot of weird judgment out, out there about male feminists. Um, well, sometimes, yeah, you're like, well, also... I think male feminists are really sexy, personally. Oh, yeah, my. I mean... <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. And Mitch puffs up. I can't with this. Um, but there's a whole SNL skit, actually, about, like, this guy who goes up to a woman at a bar, and he's, like, trying to be overly feminist and but stuff. But it's not real. And then when she reacts to it in a way he doesn't like, all that facade goes away. Yeah. Just, I think it's about being authentic and caring about the people yeah. around you because they're humans. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of like that whole thing of, uh, man, my brain just farted and all of the words left it. Um, <laughs> uh, like donating to charity or uh, like Don't community assistance. And then you're like posting about it and stuff like that. It's much more honorable to do it, walk away and not tell anybody than it is to go, look at all the good stuff I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. Just in case Jesus is watching my Instagram, here we go. <laughs> well, it is. You know, it's, it's the same thing. Like, you, I mean, everybody should be empowered. And that's one of the things that's bothered me. You know, I got bullied in middle school. And when I got to high school, I learned how to be funny. And I learned how to time jokes. And I learned that pissing teachers off made you uh, popular. So I did a lot of all of that. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, like, as I've, uh, being from that, it, one of the things that just drives me crazy is watching anyone of any gender or race be pushed back yeah. or, yeah. or or pushed down mm-hmm. as far as uh, repressed or, or anything in, in any kind of bullying, whether it's just being ignored or, or anything like that. Disrespected. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, professional communicator. But again, all my words went it's right a, out the window. It's a weekend. It's, you're, you're not being paid, so <laughs> it's fine. Um, I <laughs> Thank think... you for your empowering encouragement you're again, welcome. Katrina. You're, you're really on a roll I'm here. I'm trying. Do you feel like just... when Mitch comes out of the box, it's like we're like Siegfried and Roy? And yes, like he's a tiger? Yes. <laughs> in any moment, my jugular is going to be ripped from my neck. Um, or his. I don't know. But I'm not I, really sure where that j- analogy I went. <laughs> I, I'm sort of uncomfortable with it. I, Everything uh, breaks loose. I was just thinking about how, like, how, like, Wendy hasn't. She's barely spoken since. <laughs> and then I was like, since yeah, fifteen was, minutes ago. We're like lion tamers. We, well, you know what, Rin? I, I'm, I'll finish what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay, walking. I'm done now. We often do the this happens. Go off um, the rails. Yes. I'm much so, more warm. No, but I'm just. I'm saying, like, I, I think that everybody needs to be empowered, and people as humans should empower each other, and and not do it because of. Uh, do it for altruistic reasons, right? And I think, and don't so do it what? Show off, right? And right, that's what right. I was. What I think, and then Rin, you kind of circled on to that. We don't. When somebody does it, we we question their intention, and it's because sometimes their intention mm. isn't really to empower us; it's to make themselves look better. Mm. So it's right. like this really bad, vicious cycle. And so we don't know if they're being genuine. We don't know if they're really doing it, or if they're doing it at all. And then it's just we digress into this like. But I also don't want someone, <laughs> someone like Shane, who would be listening to this, to think, okay, fine, well, I'm just not going to say anything in the meeting when someone's being a jerk to the lady because I don't want to be quite, you know, like no, just say something because you're a human and she's a decency human. is decency. Right. Just be authentic. That's yeah. right. You you do it because it's the right thing. I think one of the things that you were kind of beginning to go to a minute ago is the word empower gets overused. Yeah. Right. And it, and and anytime we we kind of latch onto something, we use it too much, it loses its meaning after a while. So I think that might be part of what we're stumbling into. But the tr- we're talking about respect. Yeah. We're talking about mutual respect, human decency, and um, equality. Like you're, that what you have to contribute matters as much as what I have and vice versa. Um, I'd real, I do want to say, though, that, I, uh, that we, ha- it's, we don't need to be rescued. We don't right. need to be rescued. Right. It's up to us to go, you know, I'd like to – like I purposely – I've learned this over the years. When I go into a, bo- a board meeting of some sort, I sit as close to the head of the table as I can. I don't sit back in the back. You know, I'm gonna. Sit, I sit in the front. I always try to sit in the front. The back is where the troublemakers sit. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's where you find girl. your mitches. You so. find your mitches. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't wait for an invitation. And don't wait for an invitation, <laughs> right. and don't wait for somebody to pat you on the head and create a space for you. Go create a space. Right. Right. Yep. And surround yourself that. with people who will help you. do Absolutely. That. Yep, and love you for it. And so, uh, so you, I mentioned a coach a minute ago. So I'm in a master. I I've been working with coaches off and on for a long, long, long time. Um, and I'm in a mastermind group that has folks from all over the world in it. And one of the things that we talk about a lot 
It's one of the few places I've ever been in my whole life where I can say, guess what I did, y'all, and have a big win of a week. And people are like high-fiving and hugging and crying. Mm-hmm. And it and we talk we talk about all we talk about money. We talk about wins in terms of overcoming fear. We talk about um, I you know I lost a program that bombed, but at least I tried. And and everyone is genuinely excited by your success. Yeah. Right. That's huge. That is huge. Ah. And it does it makes a difference. It, it really does. does. Yeah. Yep. We can do that for each other. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. love it. You yeah. said I heard you say a while ago when I was listening to you all. Um, you said the whole thing about your candle lighting another candle doesn't dim your light. That's yeah. really true. It's really true. So let's light as many candles as we can. Right. And it, yeah. it is. It's like that old that old hold your power is gone. Yeah. Let's just light candles. Yeah. Let's let's keep on. Let's spark yeah. some mm-hmm. more flames. Let's get it bright in here. Yeah. Right. Means, you know. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. do it. Well, and likewise, snuffing somebody else's candle out doesn't make yours any brighter. Nope. Sure doesn't. So. I have no patience for that. Nope, neither do we. All right. Is Mitch securely back in the cage? Mitch is in the cage. He's done. We're we're done with his nonsense today. Um, Poor guy, nothing. (laughs) He's turned our mics off in the middle of an episode before he's fine. (laughs) And then I call it the board thingy. And then some of our listeners who actually know what that thing, the soundboard thing is called, laugh at me. And so. Hey, she still has to say our tagline, man. Yeah. It's. We'll play this song all day. <laughs> it's fine. It's good. He'll have to just repeat. No, it's good. Um, well, Wendy, then. Before the music gets louder. Yes, and we thank you so much again. For, we appreciate you being here. Thank you for um, having me. And before you go, would you mind telling our listeners what they should always remember? Feminism is not a bad word. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Okay, find us on Instagram, that other F word pod. Find us on Facebook. We are at thatotherfword.com. We'll have links. We'll have Wendy's information on there. Um, anything else we should remember, everybody? Okay. Keep, keep this your is mitches. where the tagline is supposed to go, just for the record. Keep your mitches locked up. <laughs>